0: This week we celebrate kind of a, it's a beautiful feast, but it's not a common feast. It doesn't fall on Sunday very often. It's the Feast of the Presentation of the Lord, and the Presentation of the Lord is when Mary and Joseph bring Jesus into the temple to to perform, it was a ritual act of the Jewish people, and as vocation director, I have seen this, actually, in the modern day and age. Because back in the time of the Jews, it was, it was almost an act of consecration of your firstborn child to God. Almost as a way of saying, it was the first fruits of the marriage. And saying to God, thank you for the gift of life. Because back then, life was seen as a gift. Not so much anymore, unfortunately. But I've seen this as vocation director. The parents often, at some point, usually at the baptism... They took their child and either before the tabernacle for the statue of our lady, they consecrated the child to God saying, Jesus, this is your, thank you for my child. I give my child back to you. You'd be amazed how many guys studying the seminary had had that happen. I had that happen. My parents did that to me. So the act of consecrating the child and it actually works. They then are put into the service of Christ and his church. And this is essentially what happened today on the feast day. Mary and Joseph bring Jesus into the temple to give, them, give him back to God as the first fruits. The Jews did this a lot. They did it, for example, with crops, right? They would bring the first fruits of their crops. The best, the best of what they had, they would bring to the temple and give it to God as saying, thank you. Thank you for giving me the bountiful harvest. And here's the kicker. We're still called to this. This is not some ancient tradition that the Jewish people started and we weren't meant to carry on. We are meant to carry this on. The first fruits are to be given to God in every aspect of our lives. And so my question to you is, do you give the first fruits to Almighty God? Or does he get kind of the leftovers? And I'm not just talking about money. For sure I'm talking about money, but I'm also talking about your time and your gifts, your talents. Does God get the first fruits of everything? So first, treasure, right? Time, talent, treasure. You may as well do treasure, money, let's get it out of the way. First thing we're going to talk about. It is important to know that God, God, not Father Waltz, not the Catholic Church, God, It's scriptural. It's in his revealed word. Asks for 10% of everything that you have. Okay, so this isn't Father Waltz saying I need more money. This is God saying 10%. And it's important also to remember that God's 10% is not the maximum. It is the minimum. What he asks. It's crazy. We have on the books. I just want to do a little math for you, just to show you something amazing. We have twelve hundred families on our books. Okay, I took. I mean, Sean is shaking your head. We have about eleven hundred. Whatever. We have over a thousand. <clears throat> okay. Now, all of those, I put and put them all together, and I put an average, an average of a husband and wife making annually $50,000 a year. Now that's low. The average for North Dakota is $61,500 per married couple. So I went lower. I went 10 grand under that. $50,000. If every one of our families gave 10% of $50,000, which is $5,000 a year, are you ready for this? This parish would make $6,000,000 a year. You don't look shocked enough. I, I thought that, that was gonna have way more shock value. Six million, you guys. Heck, if everybody gave 5%, we can all do math, in a year we would make how much? Three million. Three million. Heck, if everybody gave 1%, we would make $1.2 million. We every child in our parish could go to school for free. We could pay our teachers way past the public school system pays them. Right? I know. <laughs> Finally somebody's pumped up about it. <laughs> but our current collections for last year were 645,000. 645,000. Now again, I don't want this to sound like you don't tithe. There are some champion tithers here in this parish. In fact, I would argue with my priest brothers that this is one of the most generous parishes in the diocese. Hands down. In many ways. But my job as a priest is to call you to more. And there is this thing in America called inflation. And so $100 in the 1990s is not $100 in 2020. And costs go up, expenses go up. Again, this is not a homily to raise money. I want to be clear about that. This is a homily to save souls. Because God asks for it. And also to be clear, I don't care where you give your money. I don't. Now, it's your parish. And I would think that some of it you'd want to give to us so that we can help the evangelization of our school, of our parish, of the culture of Mandan. But I don't care. But what I do care deeply about is that you do give. I care very, very deeply about that. Because what happens is, is if you don't give, you get attached to your money. God says, give this away so you don't form attachments. I don't know if you've seen the movie. I just saw it. It's called uh, All the Money in the World. It's uh, the story of John Paul Getty, who was uh, the richest... I mean, in 1966, he was given the title of the richest private, private citizen in the world by the Guinness Book of World Records. By the end of his life, he was worth around $9 billion. At one point in his life, his grandson... J.P. Getty III was kidnapped, and they put out a ransom for $17 million. And he was kidnapped, mind you, by the Indrangheta, which is the Calabrese Mafia, which is the most dangerous gang in Italy in the 1960s. $17 million was 0.1% of what J.P. Getty was worth. And he refused to pay it. He said, it's my money, not my grandson's. They cut off the boy's ear and mailed it to him. And he refused to pay it. They finally settled on $4 million, of which John Paul Getty would only pay $1 million because that's what he was insured for, and he would get that money back from his insurance company. Now, you might sit back and say, Father, we're talking about the Calabrese Mafia here. billion. Don't you think it's an extreme example? What happened in John Paul Getty's heart can happen in anybody's heart. It's my money. Mine. And so my, I just ask you to give. That's it, okay? We're done with number one. Moving on. And by the way, just really quick, somebody asked me after the 4 p.m. mass last night, they said, but do you give, Father? Father? And I said, I do. So just to put your hearts at ease, your pastor gives over 10%. I give 5% here. I give 5% to the new St. Mary's High School, uh, the building of it. And I also give 2% to God's share. Because I can't preach on this stuff and not be the leader. So give, please give. That's enough. I was only number one. Two more, two more. These are going to be a lot quicker, okay? Talent. What talents do you have? I love our choir. I do, they do an amazing job. And especially I want to thank our school choir. How about that? Huh? Not too shabby. But in our our choir that's right up here, our, our older choir, they're great. But you know what? I, every Sunday I am amazed at one thing. There are no men. None. And I, 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 Deacon Bob and I are, thinking think, the only two men that, that sing in this church. And so here's the deal, gentlemen. I'm going to call you out a little bit. I know you can sing. You know you can sing. Or maybe, maybe you're just not man enough to stand up. Just, man. Listen. I mean, these boys are man enough. So what are you? Maybe we see things that need to be done in the parish. Call. Call tomorrow. I want Shauna to have the phones ringing off the hook. She's going to take down your name, your contact, what your talent is, and we'll get back in touch with you when we need it. You can be on the parish council. You can be on the finance council. Maybe you're good with youth. You can help out in the youth group. Maybe you're really good at teaching. You can be in faith formation. There are so many possibilities. Right now, what I'm looking for more than anything, Woodworkers. We need to build tables and chairs and desks and all these things. I got two guys already. I need like four more. And we're gonna give you all types of stuff to build over the next six months. When we do construction on the school, we're gonna need contractors, cement layers, drywallers, bricklayers, architects. We're gonna need it all. We're gonna need it all. And you can help. And I'm not, by the way, for the record, I don't want workers, contractors, carpentries calling me and saying, Father, I'll give you a heck of a deal. Because I'm going to say, I want it for free. <laughs> and by the way, that's a way that you can give. Maybe you can't give money. I understand. People have, you know, their job situations are very difficult. But if you have the talent, maybe you can give your 10% in your talent. That's great. That's great. Maybe you want to tithe your 10% by sending your child to our school. 10% of your income is their tuition. Great. There are so many ways to do this. But I think we as a society right now are terrible at it. We're terrible. For the longest time as a priest, I thought I was giving 10%. When I finally did my taxes my first year as a priest, I was given 4 We can always do more. So, call the parish office. I would even say, when you walk out these doors, call and leave a message. So you don't forget. We should have 100 messages tomorrow. It's going to be great. I can't wait. <laughs> Finally, is time giving your time. And quite honestly, time might be worth more than money in the modern day and age. Because we have so little of it. But maybe you can't give money, like I said. Maybe you don't have much of a talent, which is a lie, but maybe you've convinced yourself of that. You can give time. You can help out in our lunchroom with St. Joseph's Kitchen. You can help out in our daycare. Right now, because we announced that we we're closing the daycare at the end of the year, it's hard to keep staff. If you could get one or two people to just step up and help out when we need subs. You can call Dr. Fleischacker, Call Angela at the school. But above all these, I think God, when it comes to time, what he asked of your best is in prayer. It's in prayer. And he doesn't want leftover time as we're falling asleep trying to say a decade of the rosary. He wants the best of your time. Can I make two suggestions on this? One, daily mass. Go to daily mass. And if you say, Father, it's at 8, I can't get there. Cathedral has 645. And the other thing is adoration. We have adoration on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Spirit of Life has a perpetual adoration chapel. Give him a half hour a week. Heck, give him 10 minutes. When you get off of work, give him your time. Give him your talent. Give him your treasure. This homily on the feast of the presentation is more than anything, a rallying cry for us here at St. Joseph to love more. To do more, to serve more, to give more, and ultimately to grow in holiness through giving our very best to Almighty God.